Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Hey guys, Taylor with you. Reading through Acts yesterday, we're in Acts 14 and we're reading about how Paul and Barnabas are travelling around preaching the word of God and, and how crazy it is that, that Paul's getting stoned and getting back up and going in to, to preach again. And so today we're in Acts 15 and, and it's titled the Jerusalem Council of the Apostles. And so why don't we jump in and see what that is all about. While Paul and Barnabas were in Antioch, some false teachers came from Judea to trouble the believers. They taught, unless you're circumcised, as the law of Moses requires, you can't be saved. This sparked a fierce argument between the false teachers and Paul and Barnabas. So the church appointed a delegation of believers, including Paul and Barnabas, to go to Jerusalem to meet with these apostles and elders of the church to resolve their issues. So the church sent them on their way. As they passed through Levion and Samaria, they stopped to share with the believers how God was converting many from among the non-Jewish people. Hearing this report brought great joy to all the churches. When they finally arrived in Jerusalem, Paul and Barnabas were welcomed by the church, the apostles and the elders. They explained to them everything that God had done amongst them. But some of the believers, who were of the religious group called the separated ones, were insistent, saying, We must continue the custom of circumcision and require that the people keep the law of Moses. So the apostles and elders met privately to discuss the matter. After a lengthy debate, Peter rose to his feet and said to them, You know how God has chosen me from the beginning to preach the wonderful news of the gospel to the non-Jewish nations? God, who knows the hearts of every person, confirmed this when he gave them the Holy Spirit, just like he's given the Spirit to us. And so now, not one thing separates us, as Jews and Gentiles, for when they believe, he makes their hearts pure. So why on earth would you limit God's grace by placing a yoke of religious duties on their shoulders for believers that neither we nor our ancestors have been able to bear? Don't you believe that we're introduced to eternal life through the grace of the Lord Jesus? The same grace that has brought these people new life. Everyone became silent and listened carefully as Paul and Barnabas shared with the council at length about the signs and wonders and miracles God had worked through them while ministering to the non-Jewish people. When they had finished, Jacob took the floor and said, Ladies and gentlemen, listen. Peter has explained thoroughly that God has demonstrated to win a people for himself from amongst non-Jewish nations. And the prophet's words are fulfilled. After these things, I will return to you and raise up the tabernacle of David that has fallen into ruin. I'll restore and rebuild what David experienced so that all of humanity will be able to encounter the Lord, including the Gentiles whom I have called to be my very own, says the Lord. For I have made known my works for eternity. So, In my judgment, we should not add any unnecessary burden upon non-Jewish converts who are turning to God. We will go to them as apostles and teach them to be set free from offering sacrifices to idols, sexual immorality, and eating anything strangled or with any blood. For many generations, these words of Moses have been proclaimed every Sabbath day in the synagogue. So we might leave it there today, guys, because we're really swapping ships and we don't really have time to read it all. But I'll give you a quick oversight. They send Paul and Barnabas and two other guys to the church to encourage them with a letter and tell them about these false prophets that are telling them to do these things that they really don't have to do. 
But then what's really crazy, honestly, is Paul and Barnabas have this disagreement and they split up and they go their different ways. And so I don't know what you want to be challenged by that, but I find it really challenging that Paul and Barnabas or specifically Barnabas bought out the Paul that was in Saul and then they had a disagreement and they went their own ways. But what I do want to make note on is this idea of who can have the spirit, who can't, who can have Jesus and who can't. But Paul and Barnabas are saying, we have seen it. This is what God is doing. He has given his spirit to people. And so how can we say they can have it or we can have it and they can't? And so let that be a challenge for you as you continue to walk your own journey of faith. Try not to ever get to a point where you go, well, I'm righteous and this is for me or, or this is for that group of people, but it could never be for this group of people over there. That is most certainly not what the gospel says. It's not what it teaches. When you turn to the Lord, when you open up your heart to him, he will come in. He will give you his spirit. He is for everybody. And it's a challenge because sometimes it's really easy to get righteous and look at people with contempt, but that is not the gospel. How about we pray? Thank you, Jesus, that you are for everybody, that you died for me and everybody else. And I pray, Lord, that I would live in a way that mirrors that. The gospel is for everyone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day. Thank you.